Hello, this is Dan Jones, and this quiet talk today is designed to bless and encourage you as you follow Jesus Christ. Years ago, I went through a deep trial in my life. I thought my ministry was over. Without going into detail, I felt alone and abandoned. There were people in my church who declared they would remain loyal, but they didn't. It was very painful for me. During those dark times, God spoke to me so beautifully in his word. I truly found that when you feel like you don't have a friend in the world, you do have a friend in Jesus. One of the scriptures that became my own special possession was Psalm 31. To this day, when I read it, I feel like God put it in the Bible just for me. This psalm was written by David, a man who knew what it was to be forsaken, to be persecuted, to be alone. But when he was alone, he lifted up his soul to God, whom he always found to be faithful. Jesus quoted from this psalm when he breathed his last on the cross, Into thy hand. I commit my spirit. Beginning in verse 9, David writes, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief, yes, my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I am a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and am repulsive to my acquaintances. And then these words, which became a lifelong possession of mine in such a personal way, those who see me outside flee from me. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. It is said that every aspect of human emotion is reflected somewhere in the book of Psalms. I believe it. Back there more than 30 years ago, no words could have more accurately pictured my feelings than those forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. A broken vessel is useless. It is discarded. But David also said there, my strength fails because of my iniquity. My troubles back in that period of my life started with my attempt to deal with personal failure as openly and honestly as I could. But unfortunately, people don't always want total honesty. Most people would rather wear masks and play games than get real. It's hard to face the fact that all of us are really broken vessels. We have thwarted God's purpose for us by our sin. We have marred his image that was created in us. I certainly felt that keenly when I went through those experiences, but at the same time, I never felt Jesus closer to me. I was reassured of his unconditional love for me. Psalm 34, 18 says, 
The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. When my heart was broken, Jesus was right there. He never left me. There is nothing in this world like reading God's Word and feeling that He is reading it to you. Friend, this book is alive. Do you ever feel like a broken vessel? Do you feel like you can never be really useful to God? Every person that God ever used powerfully felt that way at one time or another. Listen to this wonderful passage from 2 Corinthians. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not from ourselves. Earthen vessels. Remember that when God formed us in the beginning, his raw material was the dust of the earth. But then he breathed into us the breath of life. God himself is the source of all life. And the life in us came from God's very breath, his spirit. Paul said further in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? What a thought. At one time, God's dwelling place on earth was the magnificent temple built by Solomon in Jerusalem. That was an awesome, a breathtaking structure. But today... The glory of God resides not in a great temple adorned with gold, but in our lowly bodies. The treasure Paul was referring to there in 2 Corinthians 4 is the indwelling presence of Jesus himself. There in Bethlehem, he humbled himself to come and live in a human body, coming through the womb of the Virgin Mary. Today, he humbles himself to live in these earthen vessels, these clay pots. In manifesting himself to the world in this way, God gets all the glory. Have you ever felt like I did all those years ago, like a broken vessel? Have you ever felt useless? I have great news for you. You're just the one God is looking for, the one he wants to use. He uses cracked pots, broken vessels. Think of those in Scripture that he used so mightily. Moses was a murderer. Samson visited prostitutes. David was guilty of murder and adultery. So when we look back on their lives, we don't overlook their failures, but in the midst of their failures, we glorify God. We glorify God that he could use people like that. When we're brimming with self-confidence, we are of no use to God. When we are broken, when we feel that in ourselves we are useless, then we are prime candidates for God's service. There's a verse in Ephesians 3 that is fascinating to me, but that I don't think I've ever heard really expounded in a sermon anywhere. I'll give you the context first. Verse 8 is precious to me as a preacher. 
I had it on the cover, cover of the bulletin for my ordination service. It says, To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ. Now here's that verse that stands out to me. It's verse 10. To the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. Do you get that? God is using us, the church, to teach his wisdom to angels who are mighty in power. Many people think of angels as being almost like robots who were manufactured with all the knowledge they needed in the beginning. A close reading of Scripture shows that isn't so. You and I were created by God for, among other reasons, to be object lessons for the inhabitants of the heavenly sphere. Those angels are amazed that God would use us frail humans, us clay vessels, to do the great work of establishing his everlasting kingdom. But that is exactly what he's doing. God, in his amazing and infinite wisdom, has chosen to use broken people like you and me. It makes you want to just get down on your face on the floor. What a mighty God we serve. When I was a young guy, there was a popular Christian singer named Dallas Holm. Dallas was and is a godly man and not just a religious entertainer. Not long before I moved to New York, when I was a minister of music down south, we had him in our church for a concert. Moving around the country for the last 40 years has taken a toll on a lot of things, among them my record collection. 12-inch vinyl records don't travel well, and they don't like being stored in hot attics. But I used to have one by Dallas that had a moving and wonderful song on it that was really a prayer. It went like this. Make me a new creature. Let old things pass away. I hear that you can do it, but I don't know what to say. Fix this broken vessel. Mold this life of clay. Put me back together. Do it, Lord, today. Dear Heavenly Father, I have an idea that there are some folks listening to this talk who maybe feel like I have felt, like a broken and useless vessel that can't hold anything of value. Please help these folks to see that Jesus can put them back together. He can use them in a mighty way in this dark hour that we live in. Fill them and fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Let your love and grace Shine out of our lives, Lord. I pray this in the precious name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. My dear friend, I would love to hear from you, especially if I don't already have your email address. If I do have it, I still like to hear 
how these talks are helping you or affecting you or whatever you want to share with me, but especially if I don't have your email address, please email me at father.danjones at outlook.com. That way I can, when I release these talks, I can send you a note and send you the link and, and just a little note of what the Lord is uh, uh, putting on my heart for you to encourage you. So please email me, father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.